This episode of Crunch Time is brought to you by STL City Pizza. That's right, STL City Pizza, an exciting frozen St. Louis style pizza, is celebrating their first birthday, and they're offering you a great discount. Head over to stlcitypizza.com, order at least five pizzas, and you get 20% off your order. All you have to do is put in the promo code BIRTHDAY to get your discount. So, that's stlcitypizza.com, promo code BIRTHDAY. Have you ever felt? Are you listening? Damn. Welcome into another episode of Crunch Time. I'm your host, Joe Hamilton, alongside my producer, co-host, the man of many names, Weezer Weir. Weezer, how you doing, man? Good. How are you, Joe? I'm doing pretty good. It's It was a good weekend. You still uh, hung over? You look uh, a little rough in one video I saw. You were struggling to pick up your... Your cup of soda. <laughs> no, like, actually, hey, Weez, that's real. I wanted to ask you about that. First of all, how's your how was your weekend? Good. Went to the Blues game on Saturday. That was a hell of a game. Yeah, it was one of the most fun games I've been to in a while. And to be honest, I haven't been to a game in a while either. Yeah, I mean, it's a good uh, good way to welcome fans back, right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that that team is scary. Okay get to them in a little bit if we have time um we i i gotta ask you i was drinking whiskey and cokes on saturday sure and they were. only did like, they only did rail they only that, did rail so i don't know do you do you know what they'd use for rail i didn't get to see the label on it it depends some places use jim beam as rail some people use jack's as rail i don't know some people just use aldi brand not aldi brand sam's club brand whatever you know so you know, they're all they're all around the same. When I think of rail, though, I think cheap as possible. Well, yeah, but like the cheap at the grocery store, like the six ninety nine for at a bar, is still in that eight to ten. So some, you know, some places it just depends. I don't know what I don't know what they used. I don't know. Call them up there. I'll have to. I actually have to ask Luke if you got a good look at that bottle. Um, I didn't get a good look, but it was good nonetheless. Uh, before we go any further, well, Joe, uh, when it's all soda, it's just gonna taste the same. Oh, dude, no, no, D- it was whiskey, dude. I specifically asked for whiskey. Believe me, right. <laughs> I had like four or five though there, and then a couple more at the 19th hole when I went there after. So I had a pretty good night. Let's just say that. Um, before we go any further, though, just want to remind you that Dubal Lanes is open seven days a week. They offer birthday packages starting at $6 per kid on Saturday and Sunday. They're, and their open play hours are from 9 to 5 daytime and 9 to 12 every evening. So get out there. Get a get a cheap drink. Their drinks there are like 3 bucks, And they're bowling. For league bowlers, it's $2.00. It's maybe a dollar and a half more for, you know, the average bowler. So get out there, have some fun. Remember, eat, drink, do bowl. So we, uh, they had a press conference. The Cardinals had a press conference today for the hiring of Oliver Marmol. And he is so smart for, so smart for a guy of his age being where he is you mean younger than me joe yeah that's crazy man he has a higher pay grade than you and he's younger than you Uh, it's just 
I can't believe I'm already at that point where the manager of the Cardinals is younger than me. <laughs> uh, but, Lee's, you knew with the changing of the times in terms of analytics and everything, you knew managers were going to get younger and younger. Right? I mean, well, yeah. I mean, they're just middle management now. So you have to imagine if, you know, in my career, uh, I would be progressing to middle management right about now. I'm not, you know, so it, it makes sense. I'm middle management age. <laughs> um, was there any doubt, Weeze, in your mind that Marmol wasn't going to be the guy? Because I actually thought maybe Stubby Clap would have gotten a job. I think Stubby deserves it. I mean, what he did with the Memphis Redbirds to earn the promotion up here. I mean, he coached most of these guys down in Memphis. I feel like I feel like if I'm him, I feel like I'm overlooked again. I kind of feel like he might have that Jose Okendo feel where he keeps getting overlooked for a job where you kind of felt like, hey, I think he would be good for this job. But it seems like they might promote him to uh, assistant bench coach from what I've heard. And, you know, it, it is what it is. If you love the organization, as long as you're part of it, you'll be happy. Just ask for that race. Exactly, exactly. Now, it was interesting to hear how smart this guy was talking. Like, he he blew me away with his answers. The one thing that kind of I didn't understand was integrating the, every department. I wonder what he meant by that. Well, yes, he is smart. I mean, when I've worked with the Cardinals, I interviewed him, talked to him a bunch. I would say we're, we know each other, like, you know, not friends, but like we had good conversations, very smart. But what he means by integrating every department is you're going to go out to the analytics. You're going to go out to the scouting department. You're going to go out to the um, minor league um, staff. You know, you're going you're gonna to talk to everybody and you're going to come up with the best data. You're going to find the data, look at the data from all the, places you can find data and use that to make your decisions to make your starting lineup. I I really like th this approach and I like Ali Marmol saying right away, he goes, you know what? It's championship or bust. I, I like that coming from a manager that's being promoted from within. I think, I he's think gonna everybody, do... everybody says that Joe said of, the same, same lot, thing when he took over. There are a lot of people we that don't like this hire and and I'm I'm the kind of person I'll give it a chance. Yes, I said what I said, mo puppet whatever, but then I thought about it I'm like, you know what? Give a guy a chance before you judge him. I I, I don't know what are you that type of person Louise? Are you like this hire was so underwhelming, I'm not a fan of it. What do you think? The hire I mean it is what it is. It's the same it's really no change from Schilt. Like it's a Schilt, you know, kind of protege, if you will. So you're going to have the same feel. There's nothing different here except I think Mike Schilt maybe started getting a little bigger of a head, thought, thinking, you know, that he should be in the lines of, like, the old school managers who were the face of your club, right? They were the ones. But now it's, it's, a, it's a system. It's not, you know, back in the day, what did we call it? It was Whitey Ball. We didn't call it the Cardinal Way, right? It was Whitey yeah. Ball. So now it's more to get in the philosophy of the Cardinal way, right? So this is a Cardinal way guy coming in. And, you know, the front office isn't down there like, 
you know, calling like you need to bunt right here, right? There's still a little bit of stuff the manager does have say in, like time to bunt, steal, or but it's now going to be driven by more of the data from all the departments to be like, is this a good time to bunt and all that? So to really feel like this is underwhelmed or over, I mean, it's it feels like no change. You're not going to make a splash because this is not a manager is philosophy anymore it is the cardinal way philosophy has the cardinal way philosophy changed in any way the last oh i don't know 10 years i mean the cardinals have not won in 10 years has there been kind of a shift in your mind of that cardinal way not the cardinal way is going to be good base running good fielding smart baseball you know the problem is you don't necessarily have the best players to live up that way. Or, and then, you know, it's also philosophy is changing, like hit home runs, right? There's baseball right. is changing. So I'd say the Cardinal way kind of got away for Matheny, right? When think about the end of Matheny, we were playing bad defense, bad base running, bad pitching. And what did Schilt come in to do? Tighten up the fielding, tighten up the base running. It was just smart plays, right? So that's the cardinal way. You can do that to his, you know, that's your philosophy you're gonna you're gonna try to preach. And then it's just based on the players that execute. You know, that's a very good point, Weez. Now I have this overwhelming, you know, thought, and when it comes to analytics. Everyone pays attention to, you know, uh, swing speed, you know, how fast that ball comes off your bat, and then launch angle. Do you think this is going to put more emphasis on those aspects and it's not going to be so much, you know, hitting, um, trying to move the runners up? There, do you think the strategy kind of changes, Weez, now that you have a younger guy in there and a more analytic-driven guy in there? I don't think anything's really going to change that much. Like the Cardinals have been doing this for years, right? Yeah. And if you think about it, Tony La Russa was one of the first that really managers, like if you remember La Russa and Dave Duncan had a, a binder that was like the size of your head and you have a huge head. And so you too, anyway. And so if you remember, they were looking at the data from there. It wasn't all computers. It wasn't a whole department. They were doing that. So, the Cardinals really have been doing this for a while. It's just now it feels more because of the hire that it's coming directly from the front office. Yeah, it's coming directly from the front office. It It is a hire that a lot of people aren't going to like, that a lot of people don't like, but could work out in the end and make a lot of people look stupid. That That's just my opinion. Uh, why are people getting angry? Because it wasn't somebody from outside the organization. It wasn't It wasn't Skip Schumacher. It wasn't Matt. Okay, but, Matt. but okay, okay, one more. Time out. So. No, hold on, hold on. Skip Schumacher was from the organization. It would just be bringing somebody back to the organization. Matt well, Holliday, I mean, Cardinal. Like, I mean, I don't know what, why people would be mad. Well, because they didn't even... It seemed like they those guys were in consideration for the job. You know, usually you'd hear, oh, this guy is in, in the consideration getting an interview. 
Matt Holiday already came out and said he he would have done an interview if they would have asked him. I, I just think, Joe, it's a middle they, management position now, right? You you I, normally I, yeah, those but, come within, right? We're not. This is not. This is a. It's a philosophy. The cardinal philosophy. Why why was Schilt fired? You know, in a way, I think that maybe he was trying to undermine the organization. But in all due reality, what if that undermining the organization got the team to 17, 17 straight wins? How do you, how do you get uh, seventeen straight wins, and then all of a sudden you're fired? That just makes no sense to me, especially when when apparently there was a rift from the middle of the season to the end of the season. That somehow doesn't make sense Joe, to me. We that's all. If, if you if you were if he was fired in August, would you have been mad? No. See, but they just happened to get hot and win seventeen in a row, and you still think that was the change? But You're one I month of you. good baseball shouldn't be. It is a whole season, right? And right, there was right. diff. There was philosophy differences, right? That's why he was fired, right? So why would you bring an outside person in that would have? completely different philosophies than what the Cardinals have. Especially when you would keep the coaching staff. I mean, Jeff but Albert's what, why, why would you bring in somebody from the outside who will have different philosophies yeah, than what the Cardinals? Yeah, yeah, you have you have a point. You have to hire that certain guy. Good point there, Weez. Well, because if you had philosophy differences that were the reason for the firing, then a new guy coming in would have new philosophies, and that would be a difference already. But Weez, my question to you is, and I want to hear your answer to, the, to this. Do you think undermining what the organization has preached, if if that indeed happened and it led to that 17-game winning streak, whatever, do you think the organization's philosophies are really there? You know what I mean? Are they really in the mindset to win? That that That's kind of what has me thinking. Like, You don't think they're in the mindset to win? I think they are, but man, I mean, how do you think how do you about play what they've like done? You did for two months and then automatically go on a seventeen-game run? That that just makes no uh, no sense to me. That I just don't understand it. Maybe help me understand how. Oh, this team's going nowhere, and automatically they win seventeen in a row. Explain that to me. What? So what happened? We made a trade. What did we do? We didn't make we didn't make mind-boggling big moves that everybody wanted. We got some guys that could stabilize your pitching staff. What was the problem with this? You know, once Flaherty went down, right? We had yeah. no pitching. You had Wainwright. That was all you can count on. We're running guys out. You'd run out Ponce. He'd go three. Now your bullpen's taxed. We said, I said early on that our bullpen was taxed and they were not going to be able to sustain what they did in the first month, right? Remember right. the first month, first, you know, till June or April, May, the Cardinals were. First place team, they were looking great. The bullpen got taxed when Flaherty went down. You had no rotation. So what did we do at the trade deadline? We picked up some veterans, Hap and Lester. What are those guys been known for in their life? Workhorses that can go each innings. Lester's first game, right, was a uh, was absolutely horrendous. But he got you six, seven innings. I can't remember how it went. You know, he picked up innings, saved the bullpen. We brought in help it you know we called people up got a little more arms late in september from the bullpen so we fixed a very tired very broken bullpen and we got back winning baseball that we had the first two months 
when we had arms, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's that's what happened there. That's how you go on a run. Granted, you get a lot of luck. There's some games, you know, rallies. Once you start getting into a, a streak, you're like, we're invincible, you know? Sometimes when you're playing bad baseball, like in, say, what we were doing in July and August, right? You get June. down, you get down, you get down early, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, we can't come back. This team just can't come back. Well, now you're in a winning streak, right? You won eight in a row. It's like, guys, we're, 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 we're in the streak here. We're not out of it yet. It's a whole mindset thing. It, it it's really a mindset thing, and I hope going forward, this is a team that is a couple pieces away from the World Series. I, I I'm I'm dead serious right now, Weez. I don't know I don't know what you think, man, but this is a team under the right direction, which Marmol I I think can do that job. This is a team that's a World Series contender if they get one more pitcher and a shortstop. Am I wrong on that? Uh, you need a little more pitching. You need a more bullpen. You need a little more depth off the bench. I mean, we didn't really have a threat to come in off the bench for that big. Pop. Yeah, you you need a, a threat off the bench. You're probably gonna have the DH. Who knows if you're even gonna have a season at this point? Major League Baseball is heading straight toward a work stoppage, which may not affect anything when it comes to spring training in the season, but. Those are some pretty big developments, Weez, knowing knowing what we had to go through to even get a season last year. So, I, I don't know, man. It, it's going to be a rocky winter, that's for sure. Um, Weez, you have anything in terms of Blues hockey? What, what, what did you see on Saturday that not a lot of Blues teams in the past had? This team looks scary, man. They got... Um... They got good. Chem- they got great passing right now. Shen's passing was on point the other day. He was just throwing dimes. It's like, man, what a pass! They're a lot more creative entering the zone, getting rushes. They're making passes. They still will take the one occasional too many passes, but right now they're they're taking good passes. And then instead of passing again, they're taking good shots. That's what I see. The difference is the puck movement right here. Now. They still don't play a full 60 minutes. This has me a little worried because right now, what? They've scored at least five goals in every game. Mm-hmm. And that's not going to happen in every game. Right, right now, you're playing hot. And what worries me is they get these big leads and then about 15 minutes left in the third to about five minutes left in the third. They don't play too well, and the other team starts coming back a little. And that's going to hurt when you're not scoring five goals. So defensively, they need to tighten that up just a little bit. You know, there's still one one wild card out there. You know who that is. <laughs> Old number 55, right? Yeah. But uh, offensively, the lines the lines are humming right now. They did that without Saad or Buchnevich on Saturday. Buchnevich will be back tonight. And Saad, did you hear anything on that, by the way? Uh, as of now, he has not cleared protocols yet. Which I hear, reason. tell me if I'm wrong, that there is, I think the NHL is having a meeting to kind of relax those protocols. It, like, do you, is that something you've been hearing too? Uh, I haven't looked or heard anything about that. Uh, I hope not. I hope you keep going. No, protocols. I mean, well, well like if, if you're in, pro, if you, let's just say you're exposed, right? And you test negative. You're in the lineup that night. 
is basically yeah. what I heard. That okay. that's yeah, that's what I meant by that. Uh, look, if you test positive, you test positive. I'm talking about the, the guys who test negative after being exposed. Yeah. Um I I don't know. I haven't heard any updates to it, so um anyway, it it's really going to be interesting to Blues play the Kings again on Monday night and I like the way the schedule's set up. I really do because you know, with COVID cases are going down, but you still don't want to have an abundance of travel. And I, I like the way the NHL schedule makers kind of navigated the schedule. Now, my question is, do you think this is something going forward that they do? Yeah. Like every uh, year. And just reduce cost, you know, if you could fly one time to like say, you know, yeah. LA flies I mean, here. Any, any way to reduce costs. Yeah. Yes, I see so, this sticking around. So yeah, cost reductions and and stuff. It just the pandemic has pointed out a lot of inefficiencies in a lot of business. Cost reduction, yeah, cost reduction is huge. Um, Reese, do you have a uh, do you have anything else before we go into Jonos? Uh, no. Do you got anything? Didn't you want to call me out on something, Joe? Sorry, you kind of cut out there for a second. Yeah, um, just, your internet is gone to shit. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, well, sometimes it's perfect. So, I mean, most of this show so far, I've been able to hear you and it perfectly. But, okay, I was also talking to a friend of mine last night. You know that friend. I'm not going to bring him up on this show for your satisfaction. Wait, um, I don't know. Who are you talking about? No, no, we're not going to do know. That. I don't know who you're talking about. Fine, Nin. I there was talking to Nin last night, and he basically, he basically, <laughs> he basically was talking about Wayne Gretzky on the TNT, um, TNT, I guess pre and post game shows. Wayne Gretzky's dead to me, man. He's just why you did not see him just sitting because next to Stan Kroenke he... uh, yesterday at the oh, Rams yep. game. Yeah, I, I, oh, I saw that. Yep. I saw God, that. It's okay, Wayne. I I was. You gotta get your internet fixed, Joe. Come on, man. Pay the bill. Yeah. No, I've been paying the bill. I pay the bill every month. But uh, Nin was basically saying that he just doesn't have the charisma enough to be on TV. Didn't I say you this know, as soon usually, as it was announced? Yeah. Yeah, you did. You yes. did, and I. <laughs> Look, I wanted to see how it would work, you know, because you all said Ed Paul Bissonette. Maybe he'd bring that out of Wayne Gretzky. The problem is, Nin also said, and I don't know what you thought, think about this, that there isn't anybody on that dais on TNT that can challenge Gretzky on his bullshit. You agree on that? Right. That's it, right? Well, I mean, he, he's the greatest player of all time. So whatever he says goes, basically. The problem is Gretzky loves hockey too much. He loves everybody who plays hockey too much. He's not going to call people out that much. The best thing about TNT and basketball is we have Shaq and Charles. Charles will call anybody out. Uh, Shaq will call out Charles because Shaq dominated him with rings and whatnot. So it's that's where it works out. TNT is still finding their ground. 
it's not people are trying to think it's going to be the same show as inside the NBA where uh, it's going to be different. I think this is a situation where TNT might just hold on to Gretzky for one or two years to get the eyes on the game. Like, oh, we got Wayne Gretzky. And then they move on. You know, Fox did that when they had golf. They brought in Greg Norman. Uh, didn't work out. They moved, you know, Greg Norman's big name. They moved on. They had him for the first couple of years just to gain, bring eyes and see what happened. Uh, you know, Gretzky could find a voice here. Um, he, I mean, he's not necessarily known to be a funny guy. He's a very humble. He's one of the most humble superstars of all time. That's why I just thought it was they hired him for the name is really what it was. Yeah. So he may just have one or two years and you know what? Just it, it gets more eyes. I like the way you put that because TNT needs to make a mark. And what a what to make a better mark than have Wayne Gretzky on your pre and post game show? Um, what do you think of Paul Bissonette? Um, I really don't like. It. I don't know. I, I think <laughs> Spin Chicklets is okay. I mean, I'm not a huge fan. I really haven't seen a lot of the TNT pre and post game, um, because it's normally on on Wednesday, right? Is when TNT has hockey. Yeah, you usually do. Uh, and I'm hosting yeah. trivia, so I really haven't been able to catch a lot of it. I really think you know, if uh, if a certain company would have hired me, uh, I would have brought in. I I think there's some other names they could bring in to do a secondary show that would be great. Um, care to name drop because I kind of have an idea of where you're going with this. Yeah, somebody that I occasionally do work for, and somebody that used to call hockey on the radio here in St. Louis too. I think Cam and Kelly Chase would be great on, on, uh, on TV. Right? They're ener- they're energized. They don't care. They'll take shots. You can make fun of them because they weren't that great. That's the, you know, that's the best part. You need to be able to have, like, zingers and stuff, right? Yeah. You can't zing great, the great one. Yeah, because it, it won't go over well, or he, the joke will go just over his head, whatever. Or but... just be like, <laughs> score, like, scoreboard. I mean, I had, <laughs> I had more points in one season than you had in your career, right? <laughs> so <Yeah>. it's like... <laughs> Oh man, but hopefully that that personality evolves over time. But who knows? Uh, Weez, what do you got for Jonos? Well, since the Cardinals uh, just hired a new manager, I thought we'd do a little managerial trivia. All right. So, um, can you name how many Cardinal managers have had a five hundred record or better? Let's see. Matheny, um, Larusa for the longest time, Herzog, Red Shandings. Um, I can only name five. Joe Torrey. Joe Torrey. Well, Joe. no, no. Joe Torrey Joe. didn't. Joe Torrey was there when the Cardinals were awful. So Joe, that's not an answer. Joe Torre was three games under five. He was yeah. three fifty one and three fifty four. Yes, yeah, so he didn't know. So I can I can only name five for sure. Well, you got the five. There's a few more. Johnny Keen. Johnny Keen. Yep. Uh, Fred Hutchinson. Mm-hmm. Eddie Stanky. 
Oh, yeah, I forgot we had Eddie Stanky for a little bit. Eddie Dyer, Billy Southward, Ray Blades, Frank Frisch, Gabby Street, Bill McKinney, Bob O'Farrell, Roger Hornsby, Branch Rickey was not. Uh, and Patsy Taboo. Those are your 500 records. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they've had more uh, managers with at least 500 records than managers that didn't. I mean, eh, I don't think so. Don't think that's the case. Well, the, no, I'm sorry. The 70s and the early 90s. You got to remember, Ar- Arlie Lantham was 0 2 in 1896. And then also Harry Diddledock. Whoa, what a name. <laughs> <laughs> that might be my new favorite Cardinal manager, Harry Diddledock. Also, and he was a seven eleven man, 1896. Joe, let's just break down the 1896 season. All right? <laughs> we started with Harry Diddledock, and boy, things did not get off. Seven eleven to start, and then I guess you know they were like, "All right, we got to pull the Diddledock." I mean, I would always pull out the Diddledock. You know, that's just the advice. They go to Ar- Arlie Latham, who you know just zero and two must have been a Matheny situation overran the bullpen he's out you think cardinal fans are mad arlie latham out after two games to bring in roger connor who man why did he get more than two i don't know as he went nine and 37 then the finish the season with tommy dowd who i don't know what he finished in 80 in 19 in 1896 but into 19 into 1897 he was 30 and 63 and then he was fired. And then Hugh Nickel came in and he was nine and twenty nine. And then Bill Hallman finished out the nineteen eighteen ninety seven season. He went thirteen and thirty six. Cardinal fans would be could you imagine Twitter back in the eighteen ninety six and ninety seven? Holy oh hell. Oh my, yeah. I can't believe they diddled Doc like that way, you know? They just they gave diddled the doc. <laughs> Hey, they gave Ditto Doc the heave ho. You know, sorry, just taking from Panger a little bit. Or wait, no, Banger never said that. Gave me old nine of hearts. No, I no, I, that was failure. I thought it would work more, but it doesn't. Um, that's <laughs> so the Cardinals have had more dark times than I even thought. I mean, yeah, I've heard about the seventies and how bad that was. I've well, I mean, about- Jack Kroll, Jack Kroll in nineteen seventy-eight. He also had. A little bit in 80 so i guess that's he's two and two in his career <laughs> with two games in 78 and maybe two games in 80 i don't know but he's two and two was there a strike in 79 uh there who, was who managed in seven okay that makes sense okay yeah wow i learned something today i mean i learned that it wasn't always so nice to be a cardinal fan Oh, I mean, I mean, and fans well, and now, fans when, now call this team a dumpster fire when they won ninety games. When I was a kid, Joe, we were terrible. I mean, we were terrible. Okay, reference yourself, Weez. I'm sorry, but seventies, eighties. What? When did? How old do you think I am? I know you're when, in your thirties, so I'm trying to think. So you did math here, Joe. You think I was born in the seventies? <laughs> All right, I was wrong, dude. This but is no. classic. Joe knows where he knows nothing. No, well, I hey. was a kid. 
I I fell in love with baseball like four or five, so like eighty nine, ninety, and then ninety oh, yep. to ninety five was like my prime as a kid, right? So we were terrible. Going to all those cheap Cardinal games, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm guessing you went to a lot in the nine early nineties when they were terrible. I went to a lot of games my entire no, life. right. But I mean, I'm talking like <laughs> I'm talking like then when pricing was so cheap that they couldn't get rid of them. Yeah, I mean. I think, uh, yeah, we went to a fair amount. Then we had season tickets in 96. First year under the DeWitts. First year, Tony LaRusa. We were finally good. Then and Donovan then for, Osborne. And then for some reason, they weren't good for a couple of years. And then Mark McGuire came along. I think we overachieved in, in 96, in all honesty. That's really what it was. Yeah. So I, it is, it is what it is. The Cardinals haven't had that many terrible men. They've had more terrible managers than I thought, but I think there were more good times than bad. Am I, what is that, you know, a right at fair assessment? Let's just think about it, Joe. The Cardinals have been playing since what? 1892. We're getting close up here on 130 seasons, right? It was my yeah. math right there. Mm-hmm. And. We've only won uh, 11, so there's been more bad times than good times. That's just the way it is in sports, though. Yeah. Yeah, so. Um, Weez, uh, are you, do you have any expectations for Marvel at this point, even though it's early since you brought up Cardinal Managers? I think it's just going to be simil- similar Some to Some of Matheny the same and, and Schilt. Schilt. Yeah. But do you think there'll be some differences, too? I mean, come on. Every person's different on how they do things. It's not How much different can it be though, Joe? It's this is not like we're doing brain surgery here or doing like uh, you know, art where I don't know, a manage technique. your bullpen. Manage a damn bullpen, Weeze, then talk to me. I mean you, know, Joe, you need your starters to go go more than four, but manage your bullpen too. Don't bring out Reyes in a wild card game when you really need to win that game and he hasn't been good for you all second half. So, no, there has to be some differences. That's one of the main differences I hope he employs next year. Use your bullpen the right way. You know, right, that, that's I mean, all I care about. Got to have arms. That's all I'm yeah. saying. You can't, like you said, Weez, remember I think early in the season you go, this the bullpen will be completely shot by July. Was that? Did you say that? Yes. So, let's just hope... Uh, that isn't the case next year if there is even a season next year. We'll, we'll figure that out as we go forward. Anything else before we get out of here, Weiss? So you said in our pre-text that you wanted to call me out on something. Oh, yeah. But I, I didn't get to it in the Blues conversation. That's on me. But I'm going to bring this up again. We do. We used to play hockey online on PS4. Okay. All of us are in a, now in a fantasy hockey league where... You know, we got to choose our guys. One of the guys went blues heavy, but we'll get to him later on another show. But we's drafted one Jordan Cairo. Okay. This is the same Weezer Weir who said we anointed Jordan Cairo Brett Hall. Well, now, you guys did anoint no, him no, Brett no, Hall. I, I, I know, but, but why would you say that and then go and draft him? What, 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 what makes you. 
go out and draft him after completely shitting on us. Well, I wanted I wanted a blue on my team, and there was none left, so I took the only blue that was left. <laughs> That's really, really what it was. Yeah, and but second of all, <laughs> he's gonna get out there. He's gonna play, right? So he's the he's a borderline second line player. He's a third line. I don't know what you know. The Blues have the Blues have three two lines. If if I'm all honest with you know, if you want to be honest, right? So. I just was like, yeah, he's going to get out there. He's going to take shots. I know he takes shots. He doesn't score all the time, and sometimes he scores. He's a great first-half player, too. So, <laughs> Joe, there's a reason why my club was had a 90% chance to make the playoffs pre-draft. Sitting 0-2. But, yeah, you're 0-2. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you know. Uh, I'm the third-highest scorer. I keep playing the guys that score more points than me. You know, I, I can't help it that people bring the best when they play me, you know. You got to come at the king, you know? It's funny. I think I have the mo- I could be wrong on this. I-, I think Fish passed me up. But at one point, I think I had the highest points in the league. Yeah, uh, you're like fifth or sixth. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I, was at, I was at the top like three Do you mean ago. for the week? Yeah, it was like three days ago. Well, I yeah. I was at the top, and that's... It's uh, Nin. It's uh, Nin, Jimmy Jam, me are the top point scorers. Okay. All right. But you know, it, it was good while it lasted. I'm the play. top points against, though. Let's just put it that way. Well, hey, you come at the king, you better not miss, right? Well, I, I understand that, but also, you know, who's killing me right now, and I, I'm not going to go into a whole fantasy spiel here. Mark Andre Fleury is killing me. Well, you pick. Is it I, time to drop him? You're a Blackhawks fan, so no, I'm not. Louise, I'm asking, is it time? Oh, to you chose him? not to be a Blackhawks fan. No, remember, so hey, you stayed a remember, Weez, right. Weez, yes. I'm asking, is it time to drop him? You think, or give him a little more time? Joe, I'm not giving you fantasy advice. We're in the same league. Yeah, but you're not playing me. I actually am playing Emma this week. So uh, the thing is, I'm not giving you advice in my own league here. All right, fine. That's fine. called, you know, what if I the tell you to drop him, right? and then I pick him up, and he goes on a run? You be like, you asshole. You told me to drop him. <laughs> hey, knowing my luck, that shit would happen. So I'm I'm just going to hang on to him. Jack Campbell's been sh- shitty sometimes too for me, but that's a different story. My um, team was drafted on a long-term play. I drafted a lot of guys that were hurt, guys that hadn't signed. They're all starting to come back. My team is going to be ripping and firing here soon. I need a, I need one more goalie. So drop Mark Andre Fleury. Yeah. I'm not going to, but the, it, there are probably some good goalies on the waiver wire. There has yeah. to be. Not really. A lot of backups. A lot of ba- Well, I mean, do you need a starting goalie or backup? You need starting. Do you not understand fantasy? No, I understand fantasy. You, you need people goalie. to play. You need, you need people a to play. Goalie system I don't need a backup plays once every two There were weeks. a couple people that had goalies on their bench. So that's why I said, do you need a starter or backup? That's what I meant by that. Jimmy Jam actually had a starter on his or uh, had a goalie on his bench who is a starter. So can't not, really you, say that, Weez. You don't understand fantasy. This is just a clear Joe knows nothing again. No, Weez, Joe, I, your I bench, understand it a little bit. You keep you. I'm not going to help you because I just want you to lose. I'll teach you fantasy next year. Joe, you I don't know. need to have a backup goalie on the bench. Then I don't understand some people's thinking that, oh, have a, having a goalie on your bench is valuable. 
No, not many people do it. I know this about fantasy. Don't don't carry three goalies unless you absolutely need to. Am I wrong in that? Yes, you're wrong. Anyway, um, I won't tell you why you're wrong, but well, you will tell me next year. <laughs> as long as we're playing fantasy together, I'm not going to help you. It's bad no, enough, but you and Fish don't know what the fuck you're doing. No, well, hey, hey. At least I didn't choose all blues. Actually, I have no blues on my fantasy team. Yeah, because Fish stole them all. I wouldn't have chosen them anyway. You, I'm not going to. They're be one of the top team. offense. They're the top offense in hockey. Yeah, right but now. Please, didn't you say they're not going to score five goals a game every game? I know. So don't, Joe. You know, learn it, learn something here. Just just learn. All right. I will. I will. You know, I'll watch. I'll watch and learn uh, this whole hockey season. So, anything else before we get out of here? No. I'm good. Are you good? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. It's been actually a good show, so I'm going to leave it off on this. So for Weasel Weir, I'm Joe Hamilton. Thank you guys for listening wherever you do so. And remember, like, subscribe, um, rate, review, whatever you need to do to get us trending up a leaderboard. Until next show, Joe Hamilton signing off.